ตันเดนี่มาเตละจ้วนพ่อเดเซมจิเดเมยินจารองเตเนจิปิชาวาจิอเมนีลาเสกะเดตัเดเมเสยาเตเตเนเอ่อเดมบัรทรูปากิชื
So we are, uh, we continue on the on this uh, presentation. Try to um, in coming to identify what what is the uh, um, the Tathagatagarbha, and so in this uh, investigation, so we were looking at how some um, masters have said that um, actually the uh, the Tathagatagarbha. Uh, the gotra, the nature, is uh, just a mere uh, emptiness. It's just a, an absence of existence, a refutation of existence. And this is what they say, what they um, identify as being the gotra, the rik, the nature. And that um, we saw uh, yesterday that uh, this kind of assertions uh, brings a, a few uh, problems. So... As it says in the text, some think that the nature is not the lack of reality in general, but only the mind's lack of inert reality. So, <clears throat> again, the the problem that we uh, presented yesterday, where that the uh, if um, the uh, Buddha nature is um, just um, an absence of existence, megak, then there is uh, first. Um, it is not present only in sentient beings, but also in all outer phenomena, such as earth, stone, and so on. And so there's this uh, this problem that we can't say that you know just sentient beings have that have this potential to reach enlightenment. So, and then, so that we we saw yesterday the uh, the problem that the uh, uh, this kind of problem, this kind of consequence of uh, saying that the Buddha nature, the Tathagatagarbha, is just a, an absence of existence. And then, um, so the uh, um, some are, are saying that actually, um, so since it is um, there's this this problem, they're saying that when we talk about the uh, uh, the the absence of existence, so we say that the uh, the gotra, the nature, is the absence of existence, um, but it doesn't mean that. Absence of existence implies the uh, uh, the gotra. So the gotra implies absence of existence, but absence of existence does not imply uh, the gotra, meaning that there are, uh, could be some absence of existence which are not um, the gotra, the nature. And so this is so what they say, that actually the nature... Is not the lack of reality in general, so not the lack of reality of every single phenomena, but just the lack of inert reality of the mind itself. And so this is what the the lack of reality of the mind is, the uh, what they call the the nature. This is the kind of uh, uh, objections or the the way they could solve the problem that uh, was raised. That if you say that the um, the, the nature is the lack of inherent existence, then that is too broad because there's also all those other phenomenas, phenomena such as earth, stone, and so on, which uh, would also um, have this uh, gotra and therefore would be able to reach enlightenment, which is um, can't be um, established. And so this is uh, the kind of solution they could bring to that, saying, okay, well, actually it is not the uh, lack of inherent existence of everything that is the gotra, but just the lack of inert existence of the mind that is referred to as the gotra, the nature. But that also uh, actually brings a few problems, and that's uh, now comes the uh, uh, the refutation. Mipam Rishi says the answer to this is as follows. 
mind may very well be devoid of reality, but then it cannot act and produce anything. So, the, uh, if you say that the mind is uh, devoid of inert uh, reality, and that it is uh, just this, um, this lack of, uh, of reality, this lack of uh, inert nature, then it, is, uh, it cannot uh, act, it cannot produce um, anything, and for one thing, the other also is that this lack of uh, inert reality is, as we said yesterday, as we showed yesterday, is always um, based in relation to an entity. It is always on the basis of a, a particular entity that we say that this doesn't exist. Uh, you don't say uh, doesn't exist. You say it is always on the basis of, uh, of something that you can come and establish that this something doesn't exist. So this lack of reality is always the lack of reality of something. It is not just lack of reality as such. And so, uh, therefore, here um, there is um, the refutation of uh, so the uh, um, the uh, the, uh, the reality of the, the mind. So the the lack of um, reality of the mind is. Uh, what they call uh, the Buddha nature, but it is um, so. It, if it is uh, so, the refutation again. If it is the the refutation of the existence of an entity, that means that it is a non-entity. You know, if it's not a ngopo, you take the, the the basis of a ngopo refutes its existence. What you end up with is a ngome. If you take an entity and refutes its existence, then what you end up with is a non-entity, something that cannot uh, perform a function, means that can't do anything, means that can't act, can't be a cause, can't cause anything. And so this is uh, the kind of thing that uh, therefore they, ass uh, they assert in this way. If you say that the mind, the lack of inert reality of the mind is the, um, is the gotra, is the nature, well, this lack of reality of the mind is a non-entity, something that cannot perform any function, that can't do anything. And so, this is uh, what Mibam Rinpoche says here, mind may very well be devoid of reality, fine, but that means it is a non-entity, that means it can't do anything. So the lack of reality of the mind that you call the gotra is something that can't do anything, that can't act as a cause, and, and so on. <coughs> so, the, uh, so, it continues, but a phenomena, church in such as a momentary in instant of mind is able to produce the next instant. So, the uh, um, so the even though so if the the trick is uncompounded, is a non-entity, it cannot do anything. Whereas uh, phenomena, ordinary phenomena, uh, such as um, uh, an instant of mind, uh, every you know all the instances of the mind, every instant of mind is able to produce the next instant of mind, and so in this kind of a causal, have this kind of a cause and result connection um, between, but this is uh, between the so the previous instant of uh, of mind and the next instant of mind. Previous instant of mind can always cause you know the next instant of mind, but the uh, uh, the non-existent. Um, um, or the uh, the lack of reality um, aspect cannot do that. Um, so um, so actually, uh, this is not in in this way. We see that in this position, 
um, in their assertion, actually what it means is that the only thing that they can assert is the uh, is the gotra, is the nature, is not uh, so this um, lack of um, a true existence which cannot do anything, but is the mind actually, and so this is the mind that is uh, actually should be uh, um, is, uh, should be considered to be uh, the gotra, and because the mind can do the work of producing something, can produce uh, something, but uh, because it is uh, compounded. But as the problem, then, if we say that it's the mind that is the gotra, that is the nature, and then there's a problem because the mind is compounded. But you said uh, earlier, so those uh, who were, uh, whom we are examining the session of, were saying that actually the first thing they say is that the gotra nature is uncompounded. So now that we see that this uncompounded that they consider to be the gotra cannot function as the gotra, doesn't have the qualities of the gotra, the closest thing they would have to this would be the mind. Actually, if they, would, if they were to take the mind, then that would work better because the mind can act as a, as a cause and can produce uh, something, like namely the qualities and so on. So, but that, would con that contradicts the assertions that they made earlier, that they said at the beginning, that the gotra is uncompounded. So, this, in, in this way, then that uh, refutes uh, their, uh, their own kind of uh, assertion, what they said uh, earlier. And so it says that the, uh, um, in, the, in the text says, therefore you don't need uh, this uncompounded gotra because you cannot perform any function, can't do anything anyway. So you know why, why you know saying that this is the gotra doesn't you know do anything, and you may as well abandon it because there's you know just self-refuting. Yeah, ちゅちゅんせんだてねてげたちゅにめがにたそそりじゃぶあんどとなよてげめどそんやれせんでりじゃなよてをてげめどせんでじゃれりんでましれせんどがれよめがでりすじゃなよてをてげめどちょらんげ
یهی گیتای نسی گری یهی سیدی که نیروی میپایین دگری نیماشی درانجی رد دگری دیشیدی نان نانچا یهی تند دان تانچا که نیم تنی سوند جوبی گیتای ریسند دن داده لندن ریگو تامچه گیو توگریسانه توبدی داده شند نیجان تگیوسون گری دیشیدی دان دنی ریسیدی ね、はい。なん、なんとん存住が違うんだろうね。いないよ、なんはすぎて、でね、先人なんちゃ、マインバーゲ、いしんでましいびなんちゃって、やぐがね。でね、当人すぎてんだよ、当人もめがちゃ
this also uh, doesn't work because it can't give rise to the qualities. So the answer, that's why um, uh, answer is given to the objections that we raised, that, well, actually, we are not um, considering the, uh, the two truths uh, individually or separately, but in union. And so we're not considering just the mind and nature, just to be the mind uh, uh, alone or just to be emptiness alone but very much their union coming together. And um, um, he says, this is because uh, the, the gotra is the actual way things are, and which is the indivisible union of phenomena, or the clarity of mind, and dhammada to nature, or uh, emptiness. Um, and so the Mipamram um, she says, well, here it is completely correct to posit uh, that it is the primordial wisdom, the uh, the unchanging and uncompounded primordial wisdom, as opposed to ordinary wisdom of Sherab, um, that is uh, the Kotra, since this can't be found, uh, because this can be found in the scriptures and established by reasoning. So that is, um, when we talk about the union of uh, appearance and emptiness and it is that corresponds to the aspect of uh, primordial wisdom. That is, this unchanging and uncompounded primordial wisdom is uh, the uh, correspond to the uh, the union of the two truths and uh, the appearance as uh, the the union of appearance and emptiness. And this appearance aspect is the uh, appearance of primordial wisdom. The appearance of this uh, unchanging and uh, primordial wisdom. And the, uh, while the uh, the emptiness corresponds to the uh, to the basic space dharmadhatu uh, aspect, and so in that, so there is the the union of basic space and appearance, primordial wisdom, uh, and the appearance of primordial wisdom. So this is what we call uh, the union, and this is perfectly fine if you say that you know the uh, the gotra, the nature, is the union of the two truths in this way. Um, this is perfectly fine because this is something that uh, you can establish by reasoning very well and that is also found in all the scriptures so you can uh, there's no problem in saying that but we need to be clear also that when we talk about the appearances you know the union of appearance and emptiness this is, those are not the appearance of ordinary mind they are the appearances of the unchanging wisdom um and this is what is, you know, established by the uh, the scriptures and uh, the reasoning, because the um, if you have on the one hand you have an empty aspect, the emptiness aspect, and then on the other hand all the appearances of uh, the ordinary mind, um, and that you establish this, so this union of the appearances of ordinary mind and uh, emptiness as uh, the gotra, then this doesn't work because. This, um, if you say that this, um, um, the qualities of uh, the Buddha, so which are not present uh, 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 right now, then will appear at some point when reaching Buddhahood on the basis of, of this, then that will not, uh, this is not, um, uh, this is not possible. This is not possible for all the qualities of enlightenment to arise on the basis of this union of the uh, 
uh, kind of empty aspect of things and the appearances, understood as the appearances of uh, the ordinary mind. On the basis of this union, you can't have, you know, a situation where now those qualities are not there and then uh, they, they will be able then to manifest at uh, Buddhahood on this basis. It is, uh, we need to understand that when we talk about the union of appearance and emptiness, the appearances are the appearances of the unchanging primordial wisdom. ディジェストタビチュンテレ。ヨントンチャテテネンディマシレデガレ。タトントンチャテリスケレオンデテネリンディマシタビチュンデオソンギャレ。テンディタソンドンジュジュゲナンチャテセムジディバチンギギャナテ
So that's why the um, so the text was saying, however, to think that causal phenomena, in this case the momentary instances of consciousness, inseparable from their empty aspect, can progressively transform into a Buddha. And this is not very deep thinking. So, because the consequence is that uh, the nature, the gotra, uh, then has two aspects, one compounded and the other uncompounded. That is... You know, we are talking about so the union and um, the union of uh, of the two, the union of the um, e uh, emptiness and appearances, and that saying how this uh, the gotra, the nature, is the union of the two. But then, if <coughs> the appearances are understood as the appearances of the mind, of the ordinary mind, then uh, the the gotra ha has two aspects. Therefore, if it's the union of emptiness, which is um, uncompounded and appearances which are of the domain of ordinary mind and therefore are compounded so you have uh, a gotra nature that has those two aspects a compounded aspect and an uncompounded aspect so this is um, the uh, uh, the union that um, that is uh, that so those uh, people are talking about and if they consider, yes, that, that's fine. This is the union of, um, you know, a compounded and an uncompounded aspect. Well, it says, it follows then. That means that, okay, well, if you, if you agree to that, you know, those are uh, the consequences uh, of such a position that we need to understand also, that the useless uncompounded aspect, which cannot do anything, is the gotra in name only, uh, Tibetan takpawa, while uh, the compounded aspect that can give rise to the result is uh, the actual uh, gotra, actual tsenipa. So that is, if we look at the, uh, um, so the, the first one, the uh, uncompounded aspect, it is useless, cannot perform any function, cannot do anything, cannot produce uh, all the, the, the qualities of um, at Buddhahood, because it can't uh, produce anything, being uncompounded. And so, Therefore, uh, it is um, 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 so f from the uh, even though this you, you may say that this um, this gotra is present in sentient beings, you know, at the time of sentient, but yet when reaching enlightenment, this uncompounded um, aspect of absence of existence cannot produce anything, cannot produce the qualities, uh, the Buddha qualities at enlightenment. Therefore, that's why it says it is useless and it is just. Uh, uh, rik um, or gotra in a name only <coughs> Tibetan expression just well you call it rik but you know it's not really the the real stuff it's just uh, called that way while the compounded aspect that can give rise to the result is the actual uh, gotra that is because the compounded aspect then is uh, so those um, um, aspect of uh, appearances within uh, the mind that are the domain of the uh, ordinary mind and those can actually act as a, as a cause. They can produce something. And so, at one point, then, uh, after having... So, we... Um, while being sentient beings, so, 
we accumulate merit and wisdom on the path, and then at one point, then this can produce all the qualities of uh, of Buddhahood. So and so, this is the uh, the actual uh, gotra, tsenipa, the the actual stuff, the the thing that can produce those qualities. So it is the actual gotra. So you have therefore, if you consider that you know the uh, the nature being the union of the two truth is the union of two different aspects one uncompounded and one compounded what you're saying is that <clears throat> there is one actually um, aspect which is uh, uh, one nature which is uncompounded which can't produce anything and so you just it's just called that way just called gotra but it's not really the gotra because it, it can't function as it and you have this other aspect the, uncom- uh, the compounded aspect uh, uh, that can actually produce something, it can produce the qualities at enlightenment, and is therefore the actual uh, gotra in your system, the actual nature. And so you have this problem of having this uh, kind of, uh, uh, this uh, two distinctions, these two uh, separate uh, things. And the, um, it says, as a result, the view of all the Mahayana Sutras, which explain the inherently abiding nature, um, as being the uncompounded Dhammadatu, is reduced to nothing. Well, if your actual, the, the actual gotra is, you know, as a um, consequence of your uh, statement, just the, uh, uh, the compounded aspect, well, that contradicts what all the Mahayana Sutras have been saying, that the naturally abiding uh, gotra, the um, inherently abiding nature, uh, the Ranshin Nerik, is uh, actually uncompounded. This is uncompounded Dhammadatu. Now you're saying it is compounded. So, well, if you're right, that means that all the great Mahayana Sutras are wrong. Teaching <laughs> ตั้งทาร์ตูซานจีจีเยนเตนกิชาทามจีตั้งยิสเซมจีจีเนกัมนาหนึ่งจีทรบาร์จีเคเมเลนะเดนี่ตั้งซานจีจีเยนเตนเ
Tat 
ถกว่าเจมบ์เจมาตัดดูมันกินจิจากยืดสมบัติได้ So first, a clarification: it's not that the uh, sutras, the Mahayana sutras, would be wrong, but just their uh, intent or the teachings would be uh, reduced uh, to nothing. That is, um, with this assertion, as we will um, uh, see, looking further into this, that the um, um, it says uh, in this context, when the the gotra is posited on the basis of a producer and something produced or as a cause giving rise to a result, then we cannot um, abandon the, uh, the idea of the ordinary mind. We cannot abandon that it is the ordinary mind. And we can, um, at the same time, claim that the completely perfect Dhammadatu is the inherently abiding nature, but this will only show that our words and our beliefs are at odds. So, 
if we say that uh, the uh, uh, if we don't um, um, accept the idea that the uh, uh, the ground um, uh, that uh, at the time of the ground in uh, sentient beings, then all the the qualities are already present. That there is this uh, uncompounded uh, nature uh, with all the uh, spontaneous um, qualities present at the time of the ground, and then but that the uh, the um, the gotra is something that functions on the mode of a uh, you know a cause and effect uh, something uh, a cause producing uh, an effect uh, produced and producer then that uh, the kind of uh, uh, a consequence that arises that this is in contradiction with those uh, great teachings this is a position that is held by um, for example many um, uh, galupa and uh, uh, sakyapas who were uh, um, so do not accept this um, sp uh, spontaneously present uh, ground um, endowed with all the qualities, that, uh, but consider that all the Buddha qualities arise anew, are uh, produced anew when reaching upon Buddhahood. So in the mode of a producer, you have a producer that produces those, uh, this result of, uh, of Buddha qualities when reaching upon enlightenment. And this is um, something that... Um, uh, um, actually uh, cannot be found contradicts what is uh, explained in the uh, uh, the Prajnaparamita Sutras for example and uh, great, uh, so the great uh, Mahayana uh, teachings um, then uh, actually um, say that they uh, explain how the uh, um, it is not um, the uh, this does not correspond to the uh, um, to the to the mind and does not function in this mode of uh, cause and effect, but corres correspond to the um, to the dhammadatu to the um, to the aspect of a basic space of uh, phenomena. And so this is what was explained in all those great sutras, such as the Paramita Sutras, and so that it is not something that uh, would be you know kind of uh, produced anew. Also, all the qualities is not uh, not things that are produced anew when uh, reaching Buddhahood. So that means that uh, the assertions that uh, that they make, that this holding this kind of position, is uh, something that uh, contradicts uh, those uh, those teachings. And so there's a, a contradiction there, and which is um, uh, what is you know shown in this in this paragraph here, where it says, or in this sentence, we can uh, okay, so say that. Uh, uh, the 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 gotra functions in the way of uh, cause and effect, producing uh, something in effect, and at the same time, uh, claim that the completely perfect dhammadatu is the inherently abiding nature. So this ranching uh, nerik, this uh, naturally abiding gotra, say that. But what it just shows is that on the one hand, you know, uh, well, you, you just contradict yourself. On the one hand, you think that this is uh, uncompounded. This uh, the perfect, uh, uncompounded, and changing dhammadatu, and on the other hand, that this is uh, something that can produce, that it is compounded, that can produce things on the basis of, um, the f uh, on the mode of cause and effect. So, therefore, when we assert that the Buddha nature is unchanging, uh, is the unchanging dhammadatu, we need to understand from the very beginning what is actually meant by dhammadatu, and so. Uh, because otherwise it won't be um, won't be able to um, say clearly that you know dhammadatu does not correspond to the mere absence of existence. It is the actual ultimate 
the great indivisible union of the two truths, the uh, great union of appearance and emptiness, and the, actu uh, the actual Mayamika utterly beyond any resting place, beyond any extreme. So this is the, uh, the great middle way, beyond any extreme. So this is what uh, we need to understand that the... Uh, uh, the Dhammadatu is, when we say that, you know, the, the nature is the Dhammadatu and so on, then we need to be clear that this is not the uh, approximate ultimate, but uh, just a mere absence of existence, mere mega, but actually the, um, um, the, um, the, the great union, the great union of appearance and emptiness, um, the great indivisu indivisible union of the two truths. So, this is what the uh, the dhamma uh, the dhamma datu is, and which is uh, the dhamma. Uh, when we say that the dhamma, the nature, the gotra is the dhamma datu. So this is what we understand to be uh, the dhamma datu in this context, and it is important to be clear about that. Otherwise, uh, the kind of mistake that we are mentioning here uh, can arise. And this is something that uh, is. Um, uh, uh, that you can verify by means of scriptures, if you look in, in, the, in the great text, as well as uh, reasoning, by reflecting upon it, you see the, uh, the truth of this. So, but then, um, for those who can't, um, it says, if you cannot recognize the Dharmadhatu as the um, actual ultimate, and uh, the ultimate in itself, and consider it to be only the approximate ultimate, then... That means that you can't see, uh, you, can, you don't understand, you don't realize the Dhamma Datu as it is, but take it for something else. And it is like you see monkeys in the forest, but hallucinate that you are in the presence of the gods of the heaven of the 33. So even though you may see uh, gods actually, or think that you're seeing gods, uh, actually the only thing you're seeing are monkeys. So in the same way also, um, so this is the example to illustrate this, that, you know, if you think that the Dharma Datu correspond to the uh, um, approximate ultimate, just a, a mega, just a, an absence of uh, existence or um, a reality, and is actually uh, the, um, the ultimate in itself, the great union of appearance and emptiness, then, uh, then you're... Um, then you're like in this in, in his example, even though you see monkeys, you think that you're seeing gods. And so if you do that, then, um, so as it says in the text, you make the Dharma as something which it is not, and you consider this to be the Buddha nature. So, and then this is the basis for your path. And so then when you meditate on the pra Prajna Paramita, what actually you do is that you focus on this, thinking that this is the Prajna Paramita. You assert that it is... Uh, the cause of the Svabhavikakaya and so on. But actually, by meditating on, on this, by just um, by failing to recognize as it is the, um, uh, the Dhamma Datu, but taking it for something else, just a mere absence of, uh, of, uh, of existence, you're not really um, actualizing, you're not really meditating on the Prajna Paramita itself, which is this great union of appearance and emptiness, but just uh, holding on to an absence of existence, a kind of... Uh, grasping or uh, apprehending a mere <coughs> absence of existence. And <coughs> this is not the parameter. And so you will not reach the svabhavikakaya. You will not, meaning you won't reach Buddhahood in this way, because this is not the uh, uh, authentic path. This is, so this is the consequence of just considering the, um, the Dhammadatu as a mere um, uh, absence of existence. And uh, so... 
if we if we do that, if we consider the uh, the dharma that was just as a, a mega an absence of existence, then as a result we'll be meditating on it. By when we meditate on the prajna paramita, we'll be meditating on it, and then. <clears throat> But in this way, we won't be able to um, actualize so the Vikakaya. We won't be able to reach the fruition. And actually, basically, we are following a path which is not the authentic Mahayana path. It says, uh, basically, uh, with all these points, you form a path that is merely a pale imitation of the Mahayana. And so this is also said in the Prajnaparamisa Sutras as well as other scriptures. So that is, that you are you're not really following the actual Mahayana path. It's just an imitation of it. It's not the real thing, and so you won't be able to uh, come to the actual also fruition of the Mahayana path because you're not following it. And this is uh, also said in the Prajnaparamita Sutra as well as uh, other scriptures. It means that the, in the Prajnaparamita Sutra also it was mentioned how we can fail to really understand what the Prajnaparamita is and kind of start to acquire a uh, kind of new path or kind of uh, not really the uh, follow a path which is not really the authentic Mahayana path, and so that was uh, this is so just what you're doing, you're not doing any more than that. This kind of thing that was one about in those uh, great scriptures, such as the Prajna Paramita Sutras. Danda で、ジルラマンダダ。で、現度チュイトパ。だんで中間ね、天ラバギャジョゲ。てね、だらんじんねりぎちゃてんでだ。てね、だんたと族はチンビ間ね。てね、天ギャジョゲ。だたんだ、
Tene lam de sheba chinjin ro de gyare. Tene yon danda thugar ge ngotre dan thugar ge lam nyams len onjo tene tene devarishji bi himbo ge ranjin vassar sananda hindub jicha tende lam de sheba re de gyare. This is that Tichuji Kavso Tine that Rikba Note Jitinde that there is she be Himbogi chat in Note Gera. There is she be Himbogi noneo so inji dog chatte, Note de Gere. This is the Tanda Semgi Sarchandi, the Himbo Remendoa. Tin this Semgi Sarchanding at Tine zokchin je rikba yin sam gam duna ta teon regu hamare. Karasana sem je sarchan de ta nanan di kausu dekhi nimbo mahim bitsur. Tine yane yandu song rogindua. Tine yane yandu song rogindua. Tine yane yandu song rogindua. Tine yandu penna danga tse teju je ringoro chongundu. Tine ta nam togin troa na soba yana ni. That is same jinaniya ndakam bi sem rakpa te re te gare. That tindi te ta zocheng je rikpa gam setu gaya marwa. Ringo yatu gaya mare. Yon tindi gam jaun bi nekam na chik nam togin troan da vokanya meddeng ken chik chisam jisam da vokanya meddeng ken da vokanya chin jiu yon du gare. That te yon chik zocheng je rikpa nda vokin Sam dana teo regu amati ta chikto zumig sem redegare zumig kamji sem teda chandawa chinji redegare tindi teo dene semji diba redegare ta semji diba dekhe nimbo mainse rendran shukchembo song yagda myo tanam to gun thwanda bo kaya menna ya chik semle tangcha se ana de sarche chilep degaro tangcha sarche lep de jo ndi Yung mancha ki chik zocheng ki ringor yin samne gam donke mombo yorite. Ndi yung tanda zume kam ki ka zume kamare zukam ki tini semji chandawa chinji reddegur. Zukamji semda chandawa chinji reddegur di ndi yung semji dupa yinsong yare. Ta sem seya di tandona chunyi ji chala Kotanda wu nyamnunda wu kanya yomare. Semsiya tela chunyi ji ten, ten, ten la kota che gyajo. Chunyi ji ten tela nyamnun che gyajo nabu kanya yomare. Semsiya tela chunyi ji ten, ten, ten la kota che gyajo. Chunyi ji ten tela nyamnun che gyajo nabu kanya yomare. Semsiya tela chunyi ji yurchin ji reddegu yara. Chunyi ji yurchin reddegu yadi. Takichi chunyi ji chanda wu tetsu la ku kota che gyajo. Nyamnun che gyajo chunyi yare mato. Chunyi ji yurchin mayindi. Chunyi ji chala ku nyamnun da wu kota che gyajo nabu. Kanyan yogi amare. Teche di, ta semji cha tindi, ta tadan di kausu dikhe nyimbo mayin son jare. Anonso dzogchen ki nyamne shengen yana, ta te rikpa ngote siji do dikhe nyimbo ngote gare. Sem de, tene chik gam do ne te dikhe nyimbo yintan dana, sem dikhe nyimbo mayin bitsur, yani yansu son rogindwa. Teche di, tene, haan, Sem seya tegi chunyi la nyamsu nyongwa un kota cheba chinji zani yaju yamare. Ta chunyi la kota cheba un nyamsu nyongkendi kaanresena yuchin yeshe ki chare de gare. 
so the um, in the um, the sutras of the uh, in the essence uh, sutras or as well as in the uh, Uttara Tantra Shastra in the um, in praise of the Dhammadatu um, teachings also correspond to um, um, so the, uh, they are all established how the uh, the nature the uh, naturally abi- abiding uh, gotra is uh, uncompounded and so there is no uh, um, a difference at the level of uh, of the um, of the essence uh, in terms of its nature and that it is this um, the um, this um, uncompounded uh, nature the uh, the naturally um, abiding a gotra, the um, uncompounded dhammadatu, and that is why also the uh, the great master Duduchen Jigme Tempinima said that um, in the tantras uh, we call it the uh, the nuksem, the natural mind that corresponds to this uh, um, to this uh, tathagatagaba understood in this way, um, as the uh, great dhammakaya. So it's just a, it's the way to um, to put it or to in the tantras, another name that is given in the context of those tantric teachings, the natural mind. But <clears throat> in the uh, in the sutras, um, however, um, we talk about so the uh, the naturally abiding uh, gotra, and um, we need to come to um, to understand it to um, um, as it is. However, in those sutra teachings, the, it does not present. Um, how to put it into practice right now exactly uh, as it is in accordance with uh, with its nature. This is not shown uh, in the sutras clearly, but uh, in the Dzogchen teachings, for example, then uh, this um, uh, ground of uh, sentient beings, then is um, it, it is shown clearly how to put into practice uh, this ground of uh, sentient beings, this uh, Tathagatagaba uh, nature. So, this is the the difference between uh, the two between the sutras and the tantra that we need to um, to be aware of and to know. And to come back to the uh, uh, to the to the Dzogchen teaching, so um, as we just said, so it shows how to uh, put into practice. Uh, it shows clearly how to put into practice this uh, Buddha nature. And in the uh, treasure practice, so with the um, uh, so the the student receive the introduction to uh, to the to the nature of mind by the uh, the qualified teacher, and he uh, then uh, rests in uh, meditation or uh, um, concentrates more. This aspect of the treasure practice basically rests more on the aspect of the basic space of phenomena of uh, the Buddha nature, the um, the yin or basic space aspect of the. Uh, of the of the Tathagatagaba, and this is what is taken as the path there. Whereas in the practice of of Tuga, where it has also this introduction to the nature of mind, and then this this is the uh, more the um, the cognizant nature aspect of the Tathagatagaba, this uh, spontaneous present aspect, which is uh, taken as the path in the Tuga practice. So, in the Treksha practice, the uh, um, this aspect of the uh, so the the Tathagatagaba is uh, introduced, and 
then uh, practice m mainly focusing on the basic space aspect of uh, the Tathagata Gaba. And this is um, not the, uh, the kind of um, the clarity uh, of the ordinary mind. There's a certain degree of clarity to the ordinary mind. This, this is not the Tathagata Gaba. Um, if if we just uh, you know just to call that the uh, the basic space of rigpa won't uh, that won't do we cannot call just this aspect of clarity a certain clarity of the of the mind as the uh, we can't call that just rigpa and meditating practicing rigpa just by uh, actualizing this kind of uh, clarity um, aspect of the ordinary mind and. In the, because in the practice of chekshu, so in the uh, um, this is not as was said here in these teachings. You know that the 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 rig, what we're practicing is the Buddha nature, is the tathagatagaba, and this tathagatagaba is different from the ordinary mind. You know, it's not the ordinary mind. This is what we just uh, established. And so when um, so practicing, and you know, just the. Uh, uh, the ordinary mind, those aspects, all those um, appearances of the ordinary mind, just correspond to the kind of um, uh, coarse um, um, kind of uh, this is the kind of coarse thoughts of the uh, desire realm. It is just the, what happens in the in those kind of gross and coarse mind of sentient beings of the um, of the desire realm. But then, when we meditate on the um, uh, and then we rest in a state where there's, you know, almost uh, no thoughts, very uh, quiet and um, thoughtless kind of uh, kind of uh, state. Then that corresponds to the uh, to the formless realm. This corresponds to the minds of uh, sentient beings in the formless realms. And this is not the actual um, uh, tathagatagaba. And because it's still it is still the mind. And then. When the uh, the kind of the clarity, the certain clarity of the ordinary mind, when practicing, there's a this kind of a clarity of the ordinary mind. When this is um, uh, comes to becomes a bit more manifest, and uh, uh, actually, there's a lot of people who practice meditate on this, thinking that this is rigpa, just a certain clarity of the ordinary mind, and certain, um, and this is also uh, not. Um, uh, uh, authentic, genuine Dzogchen practice. So again, even though many people consider that they are practicing Dzogchen when they are actualizing that, when the mind becomes quite clear and uh, and vivid, the ordinary mind has this kind of a clarity and vividness to it. But this corresponds just to the uh, uh, the the mind of sentient beings in the form realm. So this is still of the domain of mind, still of the domain of the ordinary mind, and this is not the. Uh, uh, and compounded, uh, or the um, the tathagatagaba, uh, that um, as we've explained it, and so in brief, the uh, uh, the mind, the ordinary mind, does not experience the dhammata nature. The uh, what the ordinary mind experiences are phenomena, the church and the uh, ordinary phenomena. This is it is the subject that is aware of those ordinary phenomena, but it is not um, aware. It is not. Um, it, it never experiences the uh, dharmata nature, and so 
this is um in the uh, in the experience of uh of the of this uh, of the ordinary mind there can't be any aspect of this uh dhammata nature and so this um when we uh practice uh dzogchen, then <clears throat> with a bit of meditation then we think oh i'm pra- practicing on the dhamma um on the Tathagatagaba. So this is what um, he's explaining. This is what we, you know, we've told that we need um, to practice, to actualize. This is the Tathagatagaba uh, nature. But the ordinary mind cannot, is never you know, aware, never experiences the, uh, uh, the Dharmata nature. And so, it, because it is only the primordial wisdom that is aware of the, uh, uh, the Dharmata uh, nature. It is only of the domain of primordial wisdom, but not of the domain uh, of experience of uh, the ordinary mind. And so, the Tathagatagaba, or the um, the um, um, by going beyond the kind of uh, uh, the aspect of appearances of ordinary mind, then we'll reach to the uh, experience of the uh, the Dhammata. and this is this work qualifies as. Um, uh, when we say that uh, make the uh, or take the Tathagatagaba as the path, you know, take the Gotra, take the nature as the path right now. This is what is referred to. That means that uh, we take primordial wisdom as, uh, as the path. If we do actually take primordial wisdom as the path and not just the ordinary mind, then we can say, yes, we are practicing, we are taking the Buddha nature, the Tathagatagaba as uh, the path. path. <clears throat> so um the difference lies um on this that whether it is wh- whether the um uh, it is experiencing uh, in a way you could say whether it is experiencing the uh, the uh, the or not when uh, it is not when we're not experiencing the dhammata then it is just the ordinary mind but when actually um experiencing uh the dhammata nature then we can say that uh, we've um, actualize the wisdom which is beyond the uh, ordinary mind, and so but there, just some clarity uh, in the mind, then uh, in the ordinary mind does not um, qualify as primordial wisdom. We can't call that primordial wisdom. Just to have some sort of clarity um, in our ordinary mind, and so therefore the the root in treasure uh, practice is this. Uh, Rikpa, the nat- natural mind, as um, the um, uh, the Tathagatagaba, this uh, which is not uh, the ordinary mind, and it is not as well. So it is not the ordinary mind. It's not practicing on appearances of the ordinary mind. It is not practicing with the ordinary mind. It is also not um, the uh, absence of existence, the mega. It is not also meditating, uh, concentrating on absence of existence. Um, Mega, and that is why we need to know that. That is why you know those teachings here are given. Um, that is so that we understand clearly how actually the um, uh, the Tathagatagaba uh, we're supposed to uh, practice is not the ordinary mind, and that it is not also just a mere absence of existence, and so it is not just a just a nothing, no? just a, just a mere blank, you know. So, 
those teachings here are given, and even though whatever you know uh, are given not um, even though it may appear that way, but they are not given in order to refute others, to expose the faults of others, saying, "Oh, those people are saying wrong things, you know, and actually we are right, and this is not at all the point of those teachings. The point of the teaching is that we are able to understand what we're supposed to do when we're practicing. We need to understand how, when we say that, so in the Dzogchen we're saying that we are taking the, uh, the Tathagata uh, Garba as the path. So what do we mean by that? Well, one thing that we mean is that we're, this is not taking the ordinary mind as the path, and for the reason that I exposed here. What we mean is, is that it is not taking just a mere a blank, just a mere absence of existence, a mere nothingness as uh, the path, and with the reasons that are uh, given uh, in the text. So it is uh, important to understand that those teachings here that are given are not in order to be able to uh, know the faults of others, to be able to go out and refute other people and show them their, uh, their misunderstanding, but very much to take uh, to heart and to apply to ourselves, to apply to our practice and to really um, apply for ourselves. And because uh, it is not the point of those teachings, for one thing, and in other, there's no point also of us and, uh, start to go out and try to refute everybody and show them their faults. But the reason why those teachings are given, again, why it is taught, is so that we'll be able to really understand you know, what we're supposed to do while practicing and therefore be able to really practice authentically, genuinely, and reach the, uh, uh, the complete, you know, result fruition of this uh, practice. Devena, Deni Sunjugi Ying, Tripitawa, Kunji, Wembi, Tan, Sosa Rangi, Ripper Shawala, Rangi, Number Takwa, Chiji Ying, the Tomba Ni, Chisate, Sore, Tadanda, Shishingi, Dore, どんだな死にてんびきんどどんてんちゅうてつかうすてにたんだちゅうじいんせやんだだんとんにせやんだだんらんじんなんだせやてつたんじくたんだかんでちんじるんうすんぐがるせなてねたでにすんじゅくせな
Tatanda, den de vitanda tela ngözongu yosong yare. Tandiran yi neri ndi. Tene takba nyinden yi ngo niko njurgire song yare. Yi semjin di nekona koranjin nerik zene riti tanyetando gare. Sanji di nekona ngo niko tanyetando gare. Ngo niko don, tene ranjin neri nila ngoyu goni çeberçikan yomare. Tanyetatong roa. Dibadan çebin nekona riksam kamji tanyetando gare. Dibadan tarvi nekona ngo niko am. Ta sanji ge tanyetando gare. Dere mato ngoyu goni Ponjurin dabo nada çeban dabo kanya mesong betan dare. Ngo nikun jirwa yimbar tene teçen jin dotan gondre tamce ile son be nasan re. Ranjin neri indin dimanşesi ndepale uy manche lasan gare. Ranjin neri sici te. Ta danda ranjin neri tembi tene ndotan temçü ji gomba te tsara undi. Ta ranji neri seyade ta ndimashe ji chachi re madu ndiyeje ki chachi la ranji neri kadiyo yathogu mendu son jare. Teşire ndimashe sheso ndepa la ta uyutsan manchisa ta temadu ndosa mendu son jare. Ri ndimashe ji chachi la yagu gendu son jare. Ta ranji neri ndimashe yin penche tene ndi rangi ngo niki Ndebu yenke ne rani nga pishawa sheba minte peyesong jare. Tende rani neri te ndima sheji ngochi yin shinche. Tende cheja cheje ki jumde tseni ba yalogu mare song jare. Pena cheja cheje ki jumde tseni ba yina kande yere sena. Pena ju rang sena nda saben rongi ngote ki. Tende ndebu yente che hundi. Tende saben rongi ngote ngando gyora. Ndebu yen, ndebu yen ji ngode chibi shawashen rogyar la, sabi rongi ngode chate ngan rogyar. Te chija chija tsengi bare de gyar. Ta ranji neri ndima she tege, tene ndebu sanji ngode niku ki chate nde chene, tene yon tanda ri koron rangi ngode pa ngai gya jun rabo tende rivesna, tende maare son gyar. Ndima she yin penche, Rangi ngoni jindrebu jente ni ranga pi shawashepa minte pehe son jare. Ta cheja cheje ki shawashepa ni tegi mare son jare. Te shedi ta cheja sanje ji yenten tamche. Ta cheje ranji namda ki rikti ngola teni yeni ninju tupache nindro gugu yo son jare. Haa. Tanda mentepe tene chukyu yonten namjaan Tandisu ke lembala uy melaza tandisu ondi Tan tarture Tartu sanje nudu Sanje ji yonten tamjela tandisu ne Ta chindi segu amare Tarvin rebu segu are Chipin rebu segu amare Chipin rebu segu de Pena sabiongi Chiyajogi rebu nyugure digara Ta te chija chija indi nyugutela chipin rebu segu are Ta dandan de sanje ki yönten seyate tene çeşe 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 ba yajo mesong o gara. Te indi ta darwin rebu redi gare. Yi semcen ki nekana lobur di dibadan çeba redi gare. Ta lobur di dibadan çeşe ondi yönten de ngandı çürge yamare. Ta lobur di dibadan patran redi tene ngandı çürge yamare. 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 
ဒီကျင်းတန်ဒီစခေလမ်ပါလာဝေမယ်လာဆိုရတယ်။ဒေတရင်ပါရာဂျာစုဘ်စာကြီးစင်ပါချင်ပြီးဂျစ်လာမလ
from a conceptual um, extreme beyond all conceptual extreme. This corresponds to the aspect of uh, Dhammada to basic space. The basic space aspect corresponds to this absence, this freedom from all conceptual extreme, whereas the appearance aspect, um, says the uh, appearance, uh, the conceptual, again, when we make conceptual distinction, the appearance aspect is the, uh, the uh, uh, self-aware primordial wisdom. So this is when we, on the basis of this naturally pure Dhammadatu, if we make, you know, try to make this kind of conceptual distinction, conceptually distinguishing a kind of appearance aspect that corresponds to the aspect of uh, self-aware primordial wisdom, and the conceptual distinction of a, a basic space corresponds to the freedom of uh, of all extreme, the extreme of existence, non-existence, and so on. And this is what we call the uh, the union of the two truth, this um, union of this um, kind of appearance aspect and um, basic space aspect, as we just explained. And these two are united, indivisible, not united in the sense put together, but indivisible, just always being, you know, um, one. This is, uh, and if we understand. Um, these two um, in this way because it is important to understand what the two aspects are and then understood this way that qualifies as the uh, the union of the two truths there are many um, ways of uh, the people talk about the union of the two truths but unless you understand it clearly in this way then that doesn't really qualify as the union of the two truths so now to come back to our um, um, self-abiding um, uh, inherently abiding uh, nature, uh, the um, naturally uh, present gotra, then <clears throat> it uh, it says that it transforms into the um, the svabhavikakaya. So the uh, svabhavikakaya. It's not that there's a difference in terms of uh, you know essence. That means there are two different things. It's just a different way of. Uh, of talking, different names that are given to it. That is, at the time when uh, when it is present in sentient beings and it is not manifest, this it is called the inherently um, abiding uh, nature, or the naturally present uh, gotra. And w- and then at um, at Buddhahood, then it is called the svabhavikakaya. So they are not two different things, but just two different ways of talking about the same thing in two different contexts. And so actually there's no uh, transformation. We say which will become, which will transform into the Svabhavikakaya or transform into the Svabhavikakaya. Again, this is a way of of talking, but in actual fact there's no transformation because there's no difference between the uh, naturally abiding um, um, Gotra and the Svabhavikakaya. There are just two different ways of talking about the same thing. And so the um it says um the uh consequently the naturally abiding nature cannot be asserted as anything other than uncompounded. So this uh this nature is uh is uncompounded and it is um it is there's there's no other way we cannot you know uh, present it as we should uh, as we saw it can't be understood as something other than uh, being uncompounded this we need to um, understand clearly and 
But then he says, the text goes on to say, since the Dharmaka is incompanent, it cannot produce a result different from itself and cease to exist. So, this uh, naturally abiding um, gotra is incompanent. And so, it cannot, um, you know, engage in those kind of things like, you know, uh, pro- a producer, it can't be a producer producing an effect, you know, all this kind of uh, something being produced by a producer cause and effect can't be engaged into uh, into this because um, the um, we need to understand that when there is um, as it says here you know cannot produce a result different from itself and cease to exist that is that when there is a cause produce a, co- a particular cause produces its, uh, its own um, result its particular result but when the result arises the uh, the cause itself ceases uh, to exist. And so uh, that's why, you know, uh, it says here that it cannot produce a result, uh, a result different from itself and cease to exist. That is what causes do when you have when you engage into this kind of causal relationship where there's a producer producing something, then the cause produces a particular effect and then ceases to exist. But the uh, the gotra being uh, uncompounded cannot uh, do this, uh, cannot engage in this kind of. Uh, uh, um, process of of uh, uh, production, and so <clears throat> that means that you know it can't uh, because what we're talking about, what is it to be produced? Well, it is the Buddha qualities, and and we're saying that this so nature uh, is producing those qualities. This uh, spontaneously uh, present uh, gotra is producing the Buddha qualities at Buddhahood. Uh, so since it is incompanied it cannot produce them. Therefore, it means that the, all those qualities that manifest at Buddhahood are actually primordially present. Yeah? Because they are, not the produ- uh, they are not produced by this kind of, uh, by some particular causes. All the qualities of, therefore all the qualities, that's why it says, um, all the qualities of the Dharmakaya cannot be posited as anything other than the result of freedom. That is this expression in Tibetan Jalji. The, uh, that is, that they are not produced by some particular causes that would have ceased to exist when producing them, you know, those qualities. Uh, so it is not the result of, uh, of production. It is the result of freedom or the result of elimination. To give another translation of Jalji. That is that all those Buddha qualities um, arise when all the uh, adventitious obscurations in the continuum of sentient beings are removed. And so when the continuum is free from those adventitious obscurations, then you have the result means the quality is manifest. So this is this process that is described. This is what it refers to. So it is the result, but a result of freedom, not the result of a production. Yeah, because, um, again, production entails that the, the, the causes then cease, you know, when the result arise and, uh, um, and uh, many other consequences. And so this is, um, um, it says, since this is, uh, this is what the tenth Bhumi Aya Bodhisattva, regent of the Buddha, means Maitreya, clearly said in the Uttaratantra Shastra, as well as Nagarjuna in the praise of the Dhammadatu. So, this is the in the in the Uttara Shastra, Maitreya says, you know, that the uh, the uh, the Buddha qualities are the result of elimination. 
the result of freedom, the result of elimination, Dalde. The um, Naga, uh, Nagajuna, in the same way, in the praise of the Dhammada, to say is the same thing. And they never say that it is the result of production. So, this, um, um, and so this is what the, uh, um, what we need to understand, that those uh, qualities uh, are all already spontaneously present. And, and, but then they are not manifest at the time in the continuum of sentient beings. They are not manifest. But then when the obscuration that um, hide them um, are removed, then it becomes manifest. That's where we talk about result of um, uh, freedom or result of elimination. Dalte. And, and they are not something that is produced anew, something that was not present in sentient beings, and then that is produced anew when you reach uh, enlightenment. So, this um, is, um, as Mepam Rinpoche continues, our tradition follows this great text, and we consider that the nature is the uncompounded Dhammadhatu. So, that is, uh, these great texts such as the Uttara Tantra Shastra and the praise of the Dhammadhatu. So, we follow uh, their tradition, their explanation, as uh, just um, presented, and that the, um, the Gotra is actually the uncompounded Dhammadhatu. ランジネリテネチュンディマシェジインテテネチュタムジジネルイナソンヤレタンコロワダニャンエレンデピチュタムジジネルタルトゥバテテネタンダランジネリチュジインディマシェビチャテンデジャノゲレタランジネリチュジ
ランクゴイゴネトバヨマレソンギャラランクゴイゴネトバメオンディテニチェンガギチュテソインジシテラタンクゲアマリインジシラチェンガギチュセアチンジトグマレソンベタレテニクバヨマニョンウエソンレテク
Kosonani, in the Dorsi Bintimbogutan, Shinji Maloba coach in the yard of Yerson Yare, Shinji Maloba, Tangus and Baden Dogare. In the Tat Tetabi, Surjigone, then the Dorsi Bintimbutur, Shinji Maloba, Nursem Tabatinji, Shagugurson Betare. So the, uh, <coughs> the Dharma Datu is the nature of all phenomena, yet its nature is such that it has never arisen and will never cease. Ba- this basic space of phenomena is the way in which the indivisible union of appearance and emptiness abides without falling into um, any category or extreme. So that is the uh, this um, naturally uh, present Gotra is uh, the Dhammadhatu, this um, uncompounded Dhammadhatu, is uh, all the nature of uh, the ultimate nature of all phenomena. Ultimate meaning there's nothing uh, beyond, there's nothing more to, uh, to it. Nelu meaning the nature or the way things are. The ultimate way in way, the ultimate way um, uh, of things, uh, the, the way things are, is uh, the, uh, the Dhammadhatu. So, the uh, uh, but then in itself the Dhammadatu has never been uh, a reason or uh, never ceased, never seen any kind of uh, arising nor any ceasing, and so it is uh, in nature uh, devoid of uh, free of arising and ceasing, and so it doesn't fall into um, any extreme. It doesn't fall into uh, an extreme category of appearance or emptiness. No, it is not just, you know, appearance, not just emptiness, doesn't fall in any extreme. This is what we call the uh, um, the great Dhammadatu, the, uh, the union of the two truths. And so it doesn't uh, fall into the, uh, um, so any extreme, the extreme of um, a um, category of rising, seizing, appearance, emptiness. Um, this is, uh, and this is uh, very clearly said here. Mipamramuchi said that very clearly, laid out very clearly here. And so, even though compa- compounded phenomena <laughs> appear to rise and cease, because they do not exist in the way they appear, they are never stained the fundamental nature of the Dhammadatu. So, phenomena. Uh, some appear to uh, arise, some appear to cease at some point, so others appear to uh, to remain. But whatever the, uh, uh, in any case, in all situation, then the, uh, they've never stained this uh, nature, this uh, Dhammada to nature, has never been stained, touched by the, uh, by those um, arising, ceasing, remaining, those appearance of uh, arising, uh, remaining and ceasing, of um, of phenomena, because in in their essence, in essence, then this is not the way they are. Even though they may appear to be so, to arise, to cease, to dwell, then uh, in essence, this is not the case. And so, the uh, uh, the very uh, Dhammadatu has never been uh, stained by this um, by this uh, by phenomena, or by those uh, process of uh, arising, ceasing, and dwelling, and 
so it says, therefore we should recognize that the correct way to understand the Sugata Gaba is uh, that it is um, uh, the indivisible union beyond any possibility of being united or separated of the primordial purity of cause and effect of samsara and untainted appearances which are natural and spontaneous clear light. So that is that the, um, all the phenomena of um, samsara and what we call the, um, um, the causality of, of samsara or the cause and effect of samsara that uh, refers to um, this process, the cause being <coughs> the um, uh, negative emotions and uh, destructive emotions and uh, karma karmic actions, and the result being the suffering of sam- a samsara. And, but this has never, uh, since there, um, all those phenomena of samsara, of cause, effect, um, that we just mentioned, are different from the, uh, uh, from the inherently uh, abiding um, nature. And, uh, then uh, this inherently abiding nature, this ground, has never been touched, never been stained by uh, those uh, phenomena. It's always been the, uh, the basic fundamental element has never been uh, touched, uh, stained by those uh, phenomena of samsara, but always remained pure. So there's the pi- primordial purity. Um, and the, um, this aspect, um, so this aspect of, uh, the, uh, of the, the spontaneous uh, nature, spontaneously present a nature of uh, clear light or cognizant nature of the uh, of the uh, of the gotra, which has never been um, stained, uh, can uh, be called so the uh, the Buddha qualities. This is what we call the the Buddha qualities, the enlightened qualities. This uh, correspond to this um, spontaneously uh, present uh, qualities, this cognizant um, nature of uh, the gotra. And this has never been uh, stained, never been uh, touched, and uh, uh, even though it is present in, in sentient beings when they're uh, under the influence of delusions at the time of being sentient beings, yet at the same time never been stained. And so this, this nature had never been stained, those qualities have always been present in dwelling in sentient beings. And so this is what we call the, uh, um, the supreme uh, uh, phenomena, the... Um, the supreme uh, dharma, la uh, and that is, um, it is present in all uh, sentient beings, but uh, yet um, it is it has never been stained, uh, stain. and it is so the uh, the dharma datu, and the moment that we um, understand it to be the uh, the dharma datu, also then we need to understand that this is the spontaneous. Um, uh, it is spontaneously present, and um, represent, it is the uh, spontaneous indivisibility of uh, the true truth, uh, the uh, spontaneous indivisibility of appearance and emptiness. And so, as it says here, it is the uh, um, um, indivisible union, so the um, indivisibility beyond any possibility of being united or, or separated. That is, it's not there's a a time when you know they're separate and then they come together. It is not possible. It is really this one uh, essence, indivisible. Not you know that sometimes can be uh, apart and then sometimes be uh, put together, undifferentiated, uh, indivisible was the uh, term used earlier. So this is 
what the um, this Tathagatagava uh, uh, is, what we need to to understand that uh, all those faults, uh, um, impurity of sentient beings, have never stained this ground of the uh, of the gotra of the uh, Tathagatagava, the Buddha nature, and so this is, uh, but it is the uh, spontaneously present basic uh, space of uh, Dhammadhatu, the great union of appearance and emptiness. Um, and that we need to understand so correctly without um, any mistake the uh, what it means, what Dhammadhatu means, this great union of appearance and emptiness. And so that's why here it was uh, presented, it was um, explained. Sunanji, <laughs> <laughs> 